guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today I have a special episode for you guys. I'm actually gonna be sharing an audio clip from the Rockstar Coaching Course. And the Rockstar Coaching Course is a course I created a couple years back to help owners develop their coaching teams and to be able to do it uh, a combination of online and in person in a way that the entire team can go through the materials together and all get up to speed and have the same common language, common terminology, and get on the same page for how to run an effective group class. So the course is currently under construction in the sense that I'm making a 2.0 version of the course. It's not available right now, uh, but I wanted to share this new video that I updated recently, which talks about the four stages of a coach, the hobby, the job, the career, and the calling. So I hope you guys enjoyed the video. And if you are interested in the Rockstar Coaching Course, we, do, we will be relaunching the 2.0 version for owners and coaches to do together. And I also want to create a coaches version that coaches can do on their own. So if you're a coach who's a part of a gym that you don't see your owner taking part in this thing, or you wanna be able to have this certification to take to the next gym as a, a way to show that this is the type of coach that you are, that you have this experience, that you have this knowledge under your belt, I want to hear about it. So if you guys would be interested in doing this and you are a coach, not just a gym owner, send me an email at andrew at crossfitpalmbeach.com with the subject line Rockstar Coaching Course, and that will get me excited to create this course for you guys. But I hope you enjoyed today's video, and if you have any feedback on the video or anything in general, again, feel free to reach out. Talk to you soon. So I'm going to ask you guys a question and I need you to figure out where you fit in each of these four categories of this spectrum of coaching. When you think about the coaching role for you, is it a hobby? Is it a job? Is it a career or is it a calling? Okay. Where you fall in those categories is going to drastically change not only how you can help your clients, but how you affect the gym business as a whole. And if you're an owner looking at the coaches that you have, I want you to think about where each of your coaches fit into each of those different buckets because if you want to build a successful gym, we need to have coaches that fit into that career or that calling category. We can only have so many hobby coaches or job coaches and be successful. And in my opinion, we really want to shoot for all of our staff to be those career or calling type coaches. Okay, so when we think about a hobby coach, this is a coach that's, that's coaching simply for a membership trade. They're coaching for a key to the gym. They're coaching because they want to compete at CrossFit and they need something that's going to supplement their income or help them stay around the gym more so they can have more time to train for themselves. This is a person that maybe has a full-time job somewhere else and they just want to supplement their income or maybe they just want to change a pace and they want to be able to help people a little bit in their spare time. But this is that hobby coach that's doing it very part-time um, some hobby coaches have aspirations to be more than that. And if that's you, great, let's take the steps to be more than that. But if you're a hobby coach that plans to always be a hobby coach, then you're doing a lot of people a disservice. The next step up from there is people that are doing coaching as a job or as a profession, but don't really see it as a long-term career and definitely don't see it as a calling for themselves. So they're just a slight step up from that hobby coach. A lot of them still have financial motivations or in terms of careers and passions, they haven't really found that thing that clicks for them and they know they like spending time in the gym. So for the time being at this point in their life, 
Uh, they're fine being a coach in the gym. But ultimately, this type of person is using this job as a stepping stone to something else. They're using it to take up time at this portion of their life until they figure out what they really want to do with their lives. From there, we move up to the career type of coach. And this is a coach that knows that they love coaching. They know they want to be coaching for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. You know, they might not have an exact timeline on it, but there is absolutely no end in sight for this person to stop coaching. And what's really cool about this level, the career level of a coach, is that a lot of the motivations for being a coach are no longer selfish motivations. A lot of the motivations for being a career coach is because they love helping the people around them. They love seeing people get better, they love seeing people improve, they love changing lives, they love helping a person lose 50 pounds or earn a college scholarship. These are the coaches that aren't focused on themselves, they're fulfilled by the, the things that they help other people do and that's what makes this something that's gonna fulfill them for a really long time. So that's why it's so important as a gym owner to start to make this shift towards this career type of coach is because you're gonna really find more of an unselfish person that's trying to fit the need that you guys are trying to solve in the market, which is to help people change their lives through health and fitness. And the final stage on the spectrum is a coach that looks at coaching like a calling for themselves. When they talk about coaching, when they think about coaching, they feel born to do it. And not only is there no end in sight, but this coach is 100% positive that they will continue to coach in some form or fashion until the day they die. They don't even want to retire because they don't see retirement as the end goal. They love coaching so much that they will want to do this forever. Now, does that mean that they're going to coach 30 classes a week for the rest of their life? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on the person. But this is a person that 100% knows that coaching will always be a, a huge part of their life and they will continue to do it for the rest of their life. And when I think about this category of coaches that are doing this as a calling, it reminds me of a Netflix documentary that I watched a few years ago called Jiro Dreams of Sushi. And if you guys have never watched that movie, I would highly recommend watching that documentary. Again, it's on Netflix. Um, but basically, it's a story about this 95-year-old sushi chef who's owned a sushi restaurant in Tokyo in a subway station for over 50 years and he charges $300 a dinner. He serves some of the biggest celebrities, biggest presidents in the world. And this is a guy who still shows up daily to try to perfect sushi and make it the best in the world. And a lot of people like Obama, President Obama, have called his sushi by far the best in the world that they've ever had. So when you think about someone like Jiro, he's not creating sushi for the money. He's not creating sushi because he wants to retire someday. He's creating sushi because he is so in love with the art of creating sushi and trying to make it a little better each time that he just truly loves showing up to work each day. So that's the kind of approach that we would hope to aspire to with ourselves as coaches or with our staff if we're an owner trying to create a team of coaches. And when a lot of people look at these four categories of a coach, the hobby, the job, the career, and the calling, a lot of people just think it's about the time and the effort that people are putting into the job. But it goes way beyond that. So think about things like how people view feedback. When I'm giving feedback to one of our coaches, they're gonna take it in a completely different way depending on whether they're a hobby coach or whether they're a calling coach, okay? And when we're talking about a lot of hobby and job type coaches, those people are very adverse to feedback. Feedback for them is telling them that their job might be in jeopardy, that 
they're not doing a good job. And a lot of those people have a fixed mindset around coaching and becoming a better coach. And a lot of them are gonna be adverse to feedback. Then when you talk about like the growth of the business, a lot of those hobby and job coaches actually don't really want to or don't care to see the business grow. Because if the business grows and things are changing, new people are coming in, maybe new coaches are getting hired, that puts them at jeopardy. That means that their job could become obsolete or their job could change. And a lot of them are threatened by growth of the business or change within the business. So even if you have hobby and job coaches that are not selfish by nature, they will tend to be self-centered in terms of their relationship with you and your business because it's a very transactional relationship and that's just the nature of the relationship for them. So they could be the most unselfish person in the world, but by the nature of their relationship with your business, they're gonna make selfish decisions and selfish actions because of just being a hobby or a job coach. One of the questions that we love to ask all of our coaches to see if this is really true is to ask them, if you had $100 million in the bank, what would you do with your life? Not what would you do within the fitness industry or where would you travel with that money, but what would you do on a day-to-day -day basis with your life if you had $100 million in the bank? And inevitably, what we find, if we have a hobby coach or a job coach, chances are that coaching will no longer be a part of the life. A lot of those hobby coaches are doing it for the financial reasons. They're doing it maybe in, to supplement a job that they already have. And if they had $100 million in the bank, they're going to go back to doing their other full-time job, or they might quit both jobs and just train at your gym. You know, And actually what we found is that with even some of the hobby coaches, if they had that money in the bank, they wouldn't even train at their own gym. And that's really sad is that they don't even love the product enough or they don't even love the community enough to pay for that membership or be a part of that gym if they were able, if they had to pay for it or if they had all the money in the world and they can have the freedom to go wherever they want. And the same thing's true with your job coaches as well. They're doing it as a job. They're usually doing it for financial reasons. They might get a little fulfillment out of the position, but I could guarantee that if they had $100 million in the bank, those coaches are gonna be gone in the near future. So that's a question that we're gonna ask all of you guys to answer this week to really see where you fall in terms of coaching being a true passion of yours. So as we shift over to things like your career and your calling coaches, a lot of these things change, right? Now that coach is less focused on themselves and more focused on others. They know they're in it for the long term and they're looking for those daily wins that are really gonna fulfill them and the financial side just doesn't do that on a daily basis. You need to have those fulfilling relationships, those fulfilling outcomes, changing people's lives that are gonna fulfill you on the long term. So your career and calling coaches are really good about focusing on the other person and trying to better the experience of those around them. When it comes to the financial side, those are people that love to see the business grow because they know it's gonna to lead to opportunities for them in the long term, right? They're not going anywhere, right? They might switch gyms over time, they might move, but they're not going anywhere within this fitness industry. So a lot of those people, if they're paying the bills, if they're making a little bit of money to spend on things that they wanna spend on outside the gym, a lot of those people are gonna be perfectly fulfilled from a financial perspective, and then they're gonna focus on growing the gym as a whole, even if not every time the gym grows, it comes directly back to them, they can afford to be patient because they have an abundance mindset and they're in this for the long haul and they know eventually a lot of that stuff is gonna come back to them. When it comes to feedback, your career and your calling coaches love feedback. They look forward to feedback. They're asking for feedback. 
they want you to tell them where they could be better. They want you to give them specific directions on how they can help the business further. These are people that want to see that business succeed and that they know in order for the business to grow, they need to grow as a person. So these are people that are seeking feedback, want feedback, and they don't get defensive when you give them feedback, they get excited when you give them feedback. And when we ask this group the $100 million question, these coaches are 100% still going to continue to coach even if they had $100 million in the bank. We might see a subtle difference between the career and the calling coach where the career coach who's coaching 20 classes a week might wanna come down to 12 classes a week because they wanna just shorten their load and the financial side isn't quite as important to them but this is a coach who's still going to coach a lot, even if they have $100 million in the bank.